welcome right. to, welcome to church and other drugs by at this point i am not looking forward to recording as we've spent 30 minutes figuring out how to record honestly jed i feel like 30 minutes is a very conservative estimate of the time that was oh, wasted you're right it's been about yeah it's been it's been a journey yeah it has been but i'm i'm just so happy that we're moving forward uh so apparently there's a there is quote unquote the worst lice outbreak we've ever seen uh end quote at my job i've never seen a lice person i haven't either yeah i I think i think one is, is called a louse isn't it a louse yeah yeah but apparently it's it's like the worst outbreak ever so what are they what are they doing about that? They have to treat every kid. Wow, these kids these days. I know. It's like get your hygiene under control. You're 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 sixteen. I mean these kids are how old? Uh at least thirteen. You know, at some point though, could it possibly be like on your end? No, it's usually when this happens <laughs> no, it's new kids. <laughs> This new kid comes in with a bunch. He's covered in lice. Bless his heart. I know. I really, the first thing I thought was, oh, and then like immediately just from reading the text message, my scalp started itching. Wow. And then you were like, quarantine this dude. Get him out of here. Well, I wasn't there, luckily. No, it was a girl. It was like, get, oh no, Jed. A girl. Jed, they're supposed to be so, they're supposed to be well groomed. (laughs) You would. That's a common misconception right there. I know, but I, yeah. Like, well, we don't have to go into that in too much detail, but let's just say girls, not always that well-groomed, you know? Yeah. So, uh... So what's been going on, man? Well, I made some notes. You made some oh, notes? Wanna... Yeah, I made some notes What you... podcast. What are your podcast notes? All right. Well, um... I'm just going to give them to you without any context, okay? So I'm just going to read you the notes. If it sounds good, ask me about it. If not, we'll just move right on through, okay? All right, that sounds good. That sounds good. All right. Symptoms caused by drugs that treat the symptom. Okay. I like it. Yeah. We we talked about it. So so we're not going to go into detail, though, like... I'm, I need you if to you, run through. Is that it? Because we could. If you want. All right, hold on. I got. I'll go to the next one. Okay. okay. And then you can just pick it which one you like the best. Okay. All right. This one's. Uh, it's the Gavin. <laughs> bar bartenderoni. <laughs> Dude, bro, bartender. Okay. Okay. So that's that's the second one. Third one is focus on what you do. No, no, no. Focus on what you will do. Not what you're not going to do. Okay? okay. That's that's good. All right. All right. How about this one? Table asks for jambalaya. That's all I got there. But, I, I mean, I can go into that more detail if you want. I, all right. We got give thanks for prayers that will be answered yep. like in the future. Yep. Yeah. That's a practice I do. All right. How about this one? Oh, this one's funny. All right. It says Neanderthal, Promag, 
and dinesophon, they're breeding. Nephilim. Lion, tiger makes gigantic liger. Hmm? <laughs> That's a good note. I also, okay, also, I wrote guy who's in love with his interviewer. Okay. <laughs> Hold up. Secret characters game. Study improv. Overly inquisitive guy. And guy obsessed with the past being better. All right. I, yeah. I, I like the list. I want to hear. I'm going to go with table asks for jambalaya. Well, that's that's a good one. Okay, so table asks for jambalaya. As you know, Jed, I'm a server. Uh, I serve tables. It's it's you know great opportunity to you know whatever. It's a job. Yes, it's, it's a great opportunity Almost. to make money from people that eat food. They, they judge me and 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 they give me a monetary rating, and for every at like every, like well, I don't know twenty times a day. So it's like a it's like a value check each each twenty times a day. Hey, you're worthless, or hey, you did a good job. Sometimes they say with their mouth, "Hey, you did a great job," and then they give you like a a really bad tip. Have you ever gotten a Bible tract as a tip instead of yes. in lieu of money? Yes, Jed. How In fact, one of the, did that did that make you want to suddenly re- repent of your ways and, and re become a Christian because you're just like, wow, that dude understands that material wealth is meaningless and my true right. treasure lies in heaven. Like, thank you, sir. Right. Yeah, yeah. He's he. Yeah. Oh, I got a good one on that note. All right. Well, all we, right. So we got. Well, I don't want to get. I'm going to get to the jambalaya, Jed. Okay. I'm going to have a lot right, of time. Right. So it's fine. as long as you right. get to so the jambalaya. Just, just a little side note, okay? What people do is they start leaving fake money, Jed. They don't just leave a gospel track. They leave, like, a million-dollar bill, you know, like, in there. So you pick it up, and you're like, what? A million dollars? Oh, oh. But they make it look really real, right? That's that's awful. Yeah, well, check this one out. There's, I got another one. This one lady, this one's funny, dude. So this lady, I'll... I'll she, her and I were talking. She left me a good tip. That's besides the point. So, so then she gets up, and she's walking out, and I see a $100 bill on the ground right there. And she's, like, maybe 15 feet away from me. And I'm like, ma'am, you you dropped your money here. And um, I pick it up, and as I pick it up, I'm like, oh, this isn't probably isn't real. And then she just, like, kind of hustles out. And she's like, that, that's for you. And she starts run, oh <laughs> running away. God. Yeah, and, and it was a gospel track. But, like, <laughs> I thought wow. that it was fun. It's, it's ironic. Because, first off, she baited me to, like, play on my greed. And she got you, you to, to her credit, hook, line, and sinker. You know? No, I was how, like, how ma'am, da- I, How dare you money. need to feed your family? <laughs> was <Which>, I <I've, laughs> So hopefully Man. she was. So you do you think her plan was like this greedy mf'er is gonna pick this up and not tell it about, not tell me that I dropped it, and then the Lord right. will will return right. in kind with swift justice his judgment through Scripture. Yeah, something like that. I think, but then it, I just felt like I foiled her plans by trying to stop her before she left. Oh, ma'am, 
my eagle eyes caught your. <laughs> I found your money that you dropped because because God led me to give this back to you. So I think maybe she learned a little something that day. Probably by yeah. hustling. She was probably embarrassed. I would imagine. Yeah, she was embarrassed. I mean, it just didn't go well. Maybe this was like a test run for her, and she's learned something, and she'll do better next time. Probably like. Anyway. Like, <clears throat> yeah. So the jambalaya, Jed. So at my store, Jed. All right, this is what happened. It's just a little story. I work as a server. It's just, it's just horrible. I, it's, I hate it. And it's what I did when I was a junkie, you know. So like, as a junkie, it can be a good job. You can make like fifty bucks every day, you know. Yeah, your drug dealer you, can stop by work. You know. Yeah. There's plenty of. It doesn't matter what you do. You can go shoot up in the bathroom. No one cares. Nobody. You cares. know, it's. it's it's wide open, and everyone thinks you're a junkie anyway. Well, that's right. great if you, if you are a junkie, but like when when you just look like a junkie, when you have broken teeth, and um, anyway, you're trying to change your life. It, anyway, so anyway, these guys they come in. She's like a seven top. I'm trying to make a little money. I'm trying to hustle. This girl, she says to me, "Hey, you want the seven top?" I'm like, "For real? Yeah, of course I want the seven top. I'm gonna take the seven top." So I take it and I go over there. It's a bunch of Brits. They're all from Britain, Jed. Or somewhere over there where they talk like this, Gavna. Eh? Were they, so they like talk. were they like fancy English English folk? Or or were they like Cockney accents? Oh you know, you what, mate? I don't know. Something like a mix between they they, they were just kinda regular. Okay. I don't know. Anyway, it weren't Cockney. So anyways they were like I was like, what's up, guys? You know, I'm going to take this table. Like, what a sweet, like, opportunity I get to make some extra money because this other girl gave it to me. I picked this up outside of my section. So she's like, you know, late or whatever. I don't know, whatever. So anyway, they come in, and they're like, hey, we're going to have the jambalaya. Jambalaya is all around. And I was like, oh. Now, wait, let me frame this. Let me frame this even more. I just got back from vacation, and I have not as as a good server i haven't checked the special sheet i know nothing about what we have in the restaurant beyond what we had a week ago when i left okay because my restaurant is because i'm i'm lazy jet and i just don't care that much now this is what happens when you don't prepare i'm gonna let you know partially i'm at fault for this but not really well because really nothing changes so there's no point you know most likely the special sheet has not changed in a week but anyway so they come in, they're like, we're going to have five jambalayas all around. Five of them. I was like, oh, well, we don't we don't have jambalaya. We, don't, we haven't had that for eight months. However, even though we haven't had it for eight months, it still sits on the menu. No one's bothered to cross it out. No no one cares. We, we just put it on the menu. Everyone asks for it every day, and I have to tell them, no, we don't have it, because no one cares to take it off the menu. It's, it's so funny, dude. I... I I work in a hellhole, Jet. It doesn't sound <laughs> bad yet, but, like, <laughs> so, all right. So they ask for the jambalaya. I say, no, we don't have it. They're like, what? Well, I mean, we called. We called up here. I mean, we're from England, and we've been driving around the country, and we drove three hours out of our way to come here. We've been calling around all over town trying to find jambalaya, and we called up here, and someone told us that you guys have jambalaya until 3 o'clock today. I said, oh, oh, well, maybe because I, I just got off vacation. I didn't say maybe that, but I was do. like, okay, maybe we do have jambalaya, you know? 
sometimes, you know, even a broke clock is right twice a day, you know? <laughs> so I go back to the back and I'm like, I'm like, do we have jambalaya? They're like, no, of course we don't have jambalaya. You idiot. We haven't had jambalaya in almost a year. <laughs> so they're real rude to me about it. My, my own workers. Then I started thinking, I'm like, who the frick told them that we don't have jambalaya? And this ties into my other mention, but it was, it was Gavin Bartenderoni, dude, bro. The Gavin. Dude, the Gavin. He, I, I go up to him, I'm like, Gavin, why'd you tell him that we had, didn't you tell him? He was like, yeah, yeah, I told him we had jambalaya. He's like, <laughs> and I'd do it again. Yeah, he was like, he was like, yeah, I told him to rush up here and get it, you know? <laughs> I was like, Gavin, we haven't had jambalaya in, three, in like eight months. You've been working here longer than me. He was like, oh, my bad. You know, he didn't. Anyway, so he just shrugged it off, you know. So I go back to the table. I tell him what's up. You know, hey, we don't have jambalaya. They're like, well, shit, it's really the only reason we drove three hours out of our way all the way from England but came here just to get jambalaya. They're disappointed. So I got tables on the whole other side of the restaurant. This is outside of my section. So I go over there. I'm trying to wait on these tables as they're, you know, rethinking their whole life plan, you know, because John Belaya, I go to my other table and I've gotten like sad a bunch of times. I walk up to the first one and this lady, she's got her watch off. She's holding oh, her watch no. in her hand. Right now in my head, as soon as I walk up to the table, I'm like, time. Hey dad. Yeah, yeah. In my head, I, she, she puts it back on. As soon as I get to the table, she puts her watch back on and she just, she just looks at me. She's like, Hey, and I'm thinking, Okay, so we're not going to talk about what you were just doing, even though y'all know that's fucked up. <laughs> what, if she was a sec- what if she was a secret shopper, dude? That's, we don't do secret shopper, and I'm going to tell you why, Jed, because one of our best employees, quote-unquote, no, the oldest employee who's been working there 40 years since 1972 on airline when they opened the first Ralph and Cacuz. Yeah, I'm blowing them up. That's who it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's Ralph and Cacuz. I said it. So anyway, she's been working there 40 years, and she could never pass the secret shopper because she's rude as hell. And so they stopped doing it because they were trying to emphasize secret shops, and then Miss Marie would fail. So <laughs> they would have it. They would come in like once a month, and people would be like, well, who, who got the secret shop? What do we get on the secret shop this, this month? And, and, and the manager would be like, oh, you know, it's, you know, it's not just a two. <laughs> yeah, we got zero. We, we failed. So they... They, they stopped doing that. Anyway, so she wasn't a secret shopper, but I'm already a little peeved. Then I walk up to this lady, and she's freaking timing me, you know. Also, I've had people just have their cell phones out, and they're, like, filming me. Like, oh, hey, that's I'm, I'm, awful. I'm, I'm vlogging. I'm like, yo, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Put, I, put you, gotta, away, you got a waiver for me to sign, little no, boy? No, no. When they say that, I'm like, all right, well, uh, I don't work for free, bro. So, like, pop up some cash, dude, because I'm not just going to be your little – Freaking, you get what I'm saying, Jeff. If you're going to fill me at the table, I'm asking you for cash right off the bat because this is not part of the agreement, you know? <laughs> you know. Anyway, it's a horrible job because, well, anyway, so, so this lady's timing me. They order some stuff. Then I got to go back to this other table. They order, like, a couple of drinks, right? I ring the drinks in. I go back to the other table. They start ordering. They're like, hey, I'm going to have the chili cheese potato. I was like, Fine. We'll give you a chili cheese baked potato. However, we don't have chili, so I'll just put some cheese on it. How does that sound? He's like, they all start laughing at me, Jed. 
They start laughing. <laughs> and, and then they, hand, they show me the special sheet. The first item on the special sheet is a chili cheese potato. I was like, oh, I, st- I dropped the line. Hey, I just got back from vacation. You know, I'm sorry I didn't know about that special. Obviously, we have the chili cheese potato, but that is funny. Everyone's <laughs> laughing. We're laughing. I'm bringing we're it back. Good. We're having a good time. <laughs> yeah, we're having, we're having fun. You know, everyone's laughing at how incompetent I look. Um, and, and at this point, you know, things are looking up, I guess. I ring up the chili cheese potatoes. I go to look for the drinks. As I go to look for the drinks, I see the lady who had the watch out. She's talking to the bartender. Let him know, hey, we're piecing out. <laughs> so, like, just to, like, didn't say shit to me, though. So she just left. She looked at me and then walked off. Like, And then he was like, hey, the Gavin. He's like, hey, uh, they're leaving. I was like, thanks, Gavin. I was just standing right there. She could have told me that. So I go to take my other tables over outside of the session, and I hear my, my, my chef. He's like, hey, Brad, we need you in the kitchen. Peace out. In my head, I'm already thinking, okay, this isn't, this isn't good, you know. Um, but I, I avoid it. I'm like, I got other things to do. Just make freaking stuff. So anyway, I go back to the kitchen, and he's like, hey, I don't have any chili. <laughs> but I can make you a roast beef potato. I was like, a roast beef... I was like, can you make it look like chili? He was like, it's not going to taste like chili. He's not trying to help at all, Jeff. Yeah, you got to be a team player here. Like, I know <laughs> yeah, you're he, out of chili. I'm going to need you... Yeah. To, like, make it look like chili, bro. I told them for one... So he's like, it's not going to taste like chili. I start, I lose it, Jed. Some snaps. My manager's standing on the line. She's incompetent. She... She's not in common. She's very nice, but it's just there's a system. <laughs> there's a system in this restaurant. It's broken. You know, the, the restaurant's dying, and, and it's just too much for everybody. You know, I, look at the odds I'm against. We don't have multiple items on the menu, and people coming in from Europe to try to fancy, you know, sample our fancy cuisine, and we can't even give them. They order two things, and we, we're out of both of them. You know what I'm saying? We don't even have one of them. We just put it on the menu and told you we had it so you could come out of your way to get it. And then we just didn't have it. We weren't even close to having it. We haven't had it for like a year. So this, is, so then I start questioning my life choices, Jed. I'm like, why am I here? This is all my fault. I deserve this. <laughs> so I, I, as I'm thinking this, I snap, Jed. I start snapping. I'm like, why the fuck don't we have chili? Why? Someone tell me why we don't have it. It's on the fucking special sheet. And my manager, Jody, she's like, why are you yelling at me? I, I don't know. So I look at the head chef. I'm like, yo, bro, why don't we have chili? Y'all don't understand. They're like, calm down. I'm like, no, you calm down. I got to go <laughs> be the face of this whole restaurant and, and take the whole burden of, like, hey, explain to them why we don't have half the shit on our menu. He was like, you know, he, tells, he takes the apron off. He goes out there. He walks out. He's pissed. And everyone was like, yeah, Brad. Because there's a whole drama going on with the chef. He messed up because he should have had chili. He just didn't even make any. He didn't give a freak. You know, he didn't care. So yeah. everyone was like, yeah, right on. They give me the fist. They're like, yeah. Solidarity. <laughs> it's about time that... somebody stood up to Stonewall yeah. Greg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's dude. been doing whatever he wanted for way too long. It's way too long. You got to take him down a peg. They were like, that was awesome. So they're trying to build me up because they know I'm about to deal with another shit storm. And, you know, any second. Because the whole place is just shitstorm. So anyways, you know, long story short. Okay, so then I was like, hey, you know, sorry about all that. He gives them the roast beef potatoes. It's like, you know, how about we give y'all some free dessert? All right. So 
they go to start ordering dessert. I mean, normally we give them one free dessert, but they just started ordering, dude. I mean, they ordered like five desserts. Like, so I just, you know, at that point, normally I would stop at the first one and be like, yo, hey, yeah, why well, meant one free dessert? But at this point, I just started ringing in desserts. I rang in like five of them and gave them to them for free. And uh, then I was like, yo, Jody, we got to give them like $50 worth of dessert. And she was like, yeah, you're right, we do. So that's the story. They laughed at me again, and then they left me like 10 bucks. It wasn't worth it yet. It was no, horrible. I, I would have gladly paid $10 for that experience to not occur. Right. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm, also, also well, I got paid $2 per hour for, for that as well. Well, then you should be thankful, you ungrateful swine. <laughs> Do we go long uh, on the intro? We did. So let's get to the interview. We have my good buddy Adam uh, spinning his yarn. Y'all showing some love. Supplies you not your spirit but your shame All Eden's wealth arrayed before your eyes I fathom not you wanted to quote-unquote, I will not have sex with a porn director. Oh, mm. wow. Good thing I got so that I on. Shit. Good thing I recorded. <laughs> I'm so good at, I'm so good at pressing rough, record. Man. You know what? I knew, I knew it was coming that time, and I was just like, you know what? I'm halfway in this bitch, so I'm, I might as well finish. Is that also what she said? <laughs> that was a lob party, Jed. That I think you was a softball. Wait, let me see. Uh, oh, dude, we haven't spoke to you in a while, and you're drinking beer now. Wow. <laughs> that Diet it's a, it's Coke a, can looks a lot like a beer. It kind of did for a second there. Yeah. That would be so funny if, like, I don't talk to you for a while, and then we record, and you're just like, oh, 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 hold on, man. God, get me some liquor. I said shut up. <laughs> Things have changed around here. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so there's no video on the podcast, but, um, I mean, your viewers should know that you're pretty much interviewing Jesus Christ himself right now, right? It's true. Sure. Yeah, he looks, well, I'm trying to get Adam to play Jesus in a uh, Church and Other Drugs short video, because he really looks you like Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> like Jesus, but Jesus only communicates in sick, 
guitar solos and riffs. Yes. He looks oh, like Metal dude. Jesus. Metal Jesus. Metal Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what's up, man? What's going on, Adam? Oh, you know, dude, same shit, different day. Just a long day at work. Decided to uh, come home and play some video games as usual. and You know, set everything up for this, uh, this go-round, whatever we're about to do here. Yeah, so I've been telling Adam to listen to the podcast forever, and he's like, yeah, I listened to it. And then, like, months later, he was like, dude, I, li- I just listened to your podcast. And I was like, yeah, dude. It's surprisingly uh, it's good, It's surprisingly dude. good. I, that's dude, my favorite so response. It's a, like anybody that I say I have a podcast. It's like it's like when people are like, hey, I got a mixtape. You want to listen to it? Yeah, I it's, feel that's like exactly you, what it's like. You know what I mean? And everybody's like, yeah, whatever, bro. Well, not just that, dude. It's like growing up with my father and my, my dad liked to listen to like talk radio in the car. And it's like, man, just play some music, you know? So it's like uh-huh. growing yeah. up and hearing about podcasts, it's like, man, I don't really want to hear a bunch of people talk. But uh, since I got into it, I mean, y'all are doing a you know a stellar job with it. So, Well, thank you. Well, so it's mostly me. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's mostly you. It's true. Uh So, let's get in this, man. I want to hear your little your little story. My little story. Your little story, um, Mr. What happened? Yeah, on to our next segment. <laughs> what had happened was <laughs> Well, um to correct you, it's Adam S. You know, let's let's keep the anonymity here. Oh, we don't do that here. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just kidding. You're getting it's blasted. Adam. I'm sending this to your mom and dad. Sorry about the intro. There's jokes. probably none I'm going to say on here that they probably don't already know. Um, well, yeah, but there's about a thousand people that don't know. So, uh, okay. You know, uh, so... <laughs> Well, for the viewers that don't know, I got like the most bland, boring story known to existence. But I mean, I guess I can go into it. Um, maybe I get hit out the like the the nerd community, you know, the people who like comic books and uh, you know, video games, and be like, "Hey, man, I'm a drug addict too, just like him." That's um, true. Yeah. Uh, where do I even start here, man? It's uh, I always suck at telling my story. At uh, I know. Where are you from? From Baton <laughs> Rouge, man. <laughs> From Baton Rouge, I'm currently 27, I believe. We just went and saw uh, Ozzy Osbourne for my uh, 27th birthday. That was pretty cool. We did, and then that's where I got the flu. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Prince of Darkness himself. Okay, so 27, born in Baton Rouge. How long have you Um, been 27? What's that like? Dude, dude, I don't know. You know that song... um, by Taylor Swiffer, it's like, I don't know about you, I'm feeling 22. I'm feeling those vibes right now at 27, okay? The 22 vibes? Yeah, I'm feeling the 22 vibes. At, he at, is perpetually 22. Yeah, I, I don't age. I just um, I just continue to look like Jesus year after year. Um, <laughs> so what was growing up like? Uh, growing up was... uh. It wasn't bad, dude. I mean, I can't ever re- remember my parents being together. Um, so I grew up with my mom in a trailer park, which uh. Wait, you're the mom that I know. Yeah. Okay. My mom, mom. Yeah. You know. Um, it was all cool, dude. I mean, I would hang out with the neighborhood kids and whatnot. Um, but I, re- I really was never really outdoorsy, dude. My mom bought me a Nintendo when I was like three, and I beat Mario when I was three. So I've always been like. What? Yeah, dude. Let's talk about that for a second. He's what? You beat Mario when you were three? 
Yeah, like right after I got done learning how to walk. So my mom says I can't really remember He's that well. He's freakishly good at video. Like you, you ever you ever watch those like Twitch fast run, uh, fast playthroughs and stuff? Like yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. Adam Adam is is Twitch level. Damn. No, I don't know about that dude. But uh, he's being modest. Yeah. Anyway, you should I get was... on Twitch and hook up with Drizzy Drake so you can make us all a million dollars. Oh hey. yeah, right. Yeah, he's the next ninja. That's you know right. That dude, you know that dude threw a whole like tournament all for himself in Vegas because he makes like five hundred thousand dollars a month. So he rented out like like one of the stadiums in Vegas and had like hundreds of thousand people there just watching him playing Fortnite. Yeah, to the, just watch the, him. The world is getting weird. Yeah, well, I mean, he was he was playing against other people on stage, but I mean, it, it was called like NinjaCon or something, like named for after himself. Him. That'd be like, yeah, yeah that'd essentially be like, That's I'm gonna throw JedCon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's local thing, just, like there's this local business thing, and they did forty under forty or whatever. And this asshole took out a whole page ad congratulating himself on making forty under forty. It was. <laughs> incredible well i did i did see recently that they're like selling cheap billboard ads and i'm like real i'm i'm plotting how much uh i didn't look but it's one of those digital ones so it's yeah cnod is about to get a billboard in lafayette y'all right that'd be what's up i'm not fucking around yeah Yeah, i don't know i'm down for a yeah, your Patreon money is going to good use. It's gonna be, <laughs> it's gonna be like a billboard of Nicolas Cage saying like some quote that he definitely did not say about our show. Yeah, I mean, advertising works, I guess. I, I drive by this billboard every day, like on the way to work, and on the billboard it says, "Does advertising work?" It says, "Yep, it just did," and it has a phone number listed. Oh, there. And I've never me, called billboard. the number, but I've never called the number, but, I, <laughs> but I've never called the number. Yeah, you I'm seriously call thinking about it. Be like, get out of my head, man! <laughs> so yeah, I have you no were, idea what so you beat Mario at three, and your life has really gone downhill ever since. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that that's just to say I was a really closed off kid. You know, what I mean, yes. like I was really indoorsy, really, really sheltered. You know, do you think the um, divorce? Like, so what would the circ like? Wait, what, what? Your biological dad? What was the deal there? Um, I don't know. My parents were just never together. You like, don't like know, were... you don't know your biological dad? No, my biological dad passed away when I was fifteen from oh, okay. uh from esophagus cancer. You know, oh shit. That's why. That's why I get like really bad reflux and shit too. I inherited that from him. But um, but yeah, I mean, they were married at some point, I'm sure. But I don't, I don't ever remember them being together. Um, so yeah, I was raised in that trailer park. Um, mom met my stepdad when I was six, I think. And I mean, they tied the knot like, like, very soon, like you know, like a couple months into dating. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. Um, so that happened. Then we got a house, and they threw him into a private school, a Southern Baptist school, and that was kind of interesting. Um, yeah, but there's not a lot of Southern Baptist schools down there. There's not. I'd imagine it's like all Catholic schools, right? Um. I mean, as far as yeah. private. Yeah, I think. Man, now that you mention it, I think that was the only private what was it Baptist called? School. in Baton Rouge. Yeah. What was it called? Uh, it's called Parkview Baptist. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you know where so that I is. Do. Do you? I do. It's a giant wow. school, dude. They filmed them. Yeah. They just fed, they, they filmed some football movie there. They've got like it's one of those like high schools that has like a multi-million dollar football stadium for their. You it know, was like. 
was like fireproof, yeah. but it was for football. Something that like that. <laughs> yeah. But it was called much. field goal for Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Jesus, the take the snap. There we go. That's good. <laughs> yeah, that was a tagline from yep. it. Uh, so, what, so, so, so you were introduced to God early then, huh? Or a, a particular yeah. brand of God. Yeah, well, my my grandmother helped raise me too. Since um, you know, for a while my father wasn't around. Um, he started to come around a lot more, and I, I'd visit him more whenever as I got older, right? But uh, at a young age, like my mom was always working, and my grandmother was taking care of me. And my grandmother's a very extremely Christian woman, right? So um, I mean, I had a good set of morals and values that were like instilled in me from like mm-hmm. a young age. But um, so yeah, I go to school. I kind of find some friends, you know, but I'm really, you know, kind of shut off. Um, I still am in a lot of ways. I'm pretty like antisocial. I don't like like large groups of people. Like, like talking at this on this podcast is, you know, kind of cool. Is just three of us, but you add like four more people in here, I'd be quiet in the corner. You know? Yeah, you're a very introverted, dude. That is for sure. Yeah, exactly. Um. So yeah, went to school learning about God and whatnot. I can't really say I got in a bunch of trouble when I was a kid, man. I was always, like, pretty well-behaved because, I, I don't know, I just didn't hang with the wrong crowd up until high school. Um, I always talked about how I was a Christian and all that good stuff because I went to a Christian school. But I can, like, remember the exact day my faith, like, started to alter. And What was that? So I was in... I was in eighth grade, okay, and um, this this is about the time where like I'm getting older, so I'm starting to see like PG thirteen R rated movies and stuff. Yeah. Um, my dad, yeah, my dad's favorite movie was The Matrix, and I thought that was fucking awesome. Like The Matrix, yeah. well, it yeah. is fucking awesome. It is yeah, fucking awesome. For the record, yeah. let the record state: <laughs> The Matrix still awesome. Yeah, love Keanu, dude. Love Keanu. Keanu. Yeah. So, uh, so. The day in Bible class, right, my Bible teacher starts, who's the dude that ended up seeing the angels, um, was it Ezekiel? Um, it was one of them, yeah. He yeah, saw it was one of them. The chariot in the sky thing? Yeah, yeah chariot yeah, in the sky. Has, and he like, like ascended into heaven. He did yeah, 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 exactly. But what, there's a name for him, like the seraphim. And like yeah, they just des- yeah they describe them as like you know six wings covered six in wings eyes. yeah 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 <laughs> so and anyway or aliens sorry yeah exactly not so, sorry sorry not sorry ancient <laughs> <laughs> aliens got him uh, uh, sitting in Bible class and he starts talking about the seraphims and I'm kind of like confused right I'm like what is really going on so like I raise my hand and I'm like talking to the Bible teacher and I'm like hey, man, like, we're talking about, like, a dream he's having, right? And he's like, no, we're talking about, he he really saw these angels. And I just, like, smiled real quick and, like, looked around the room, and no one was smiling. Like, it was dead. It was, <laughs> everyone was, was kinda, like, dead. Yeah, everyone was, was kind of like, like a, come on, guys. I was like, dude, this sounds like something out of a science fucking fiction movie, dude. And, like, I look back at the teacher, and he's just like, staring at me like not smiling whatsoever i'm just like okay i guess like this is what i gotta buy into right now i gotta drink this Mm -hmm. kool-aid on some like stuff Uh, i really don't even believe in 
Because up until that point, you know, like in, in, in Bible school and churches, you know, we're talking about Samson, about like how his hair gives him strength and whatnot. It's like, is that why it's you about, have long hair? Yeah. I think and subconsciously then, um, it is. Oh, okay. Um, and then Jonah and the whale, you know, and the great flood and stuff. Like all of this for some reason is like very believable to me, right? Like I can I can comprehend this. But when you start talking about like these mythical creatures that, you know um, – yeah, I don't. I don't galaxies. Yeah, Wait, exactly. And um, shut up, David Ick over there, David <laughs> Ike, whatever his name is. <laughs> so basically, that just like shook my faith right there, right? That's huh, that's that, an that, interesting that, point to lose. I mean, yeah, I get it though. I I imagine it was more the teacher looking like not even being like, you know, maybe that it, you know, could have been. He was just more like, no. This yeah, is, and make yeah, God I don't have know. mercy on your soul, unbeliever. Maybe if someone like sat me down and like took me through it, I'd have like I'm not gonna say I would absolutely believe, but I have more of an understanding. But this was like we were talking about something completely different, and then one day we come to class and we're reading this verse of the Bible, and it's just like you know, it's like completely ten like things I can believe to complete science fiction in my mind. You know, uh-huh. two separate polar opposites, and it's like man, like so the seed of doubt was planted. Exactly. And that happened shortly after I had to attend my father's funeral, like Oof. maybe like two months after that. And my faith was just like completely shook. And um, I tried going to church. Were you, were you angry? I mean, I went through all the stages of grief, dude. You yeah. Know? What's you I know? can't mm-hmm. I can't. That's that's one thing I don't pretend to understand because um, I ne- never lost a parent. That was always my biggest fear as a, as a child growing up. It's I, yeah, it's still up there. Um, yeah. Well, so I have no idea what that's like. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I'm still here. You know. Um, Are you though? You're 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 I mean, a shell you, of a man. Really? <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, if you want to get down to it, the question is: Are any of us really here? You is know? this well, the computer simulation? Uh-huh. You know what I mean. <laughs> Am okay, I move. Into the, am I speaking of the Matrix? Yeah, moving on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I tried the church deal. Um, I actually went to this non-denominational church with my best friend because he was a uh, super Christian at the time. Which he still one? really, still really is. Um, it was my buddy Alec, and um, you oh, don't ever church. hear. Shout um, out to Alec. Yeah. What up, Alec? Uh, it was a non-denominational. I don't even remember the name to it, right? It was uh, like my best friend Alec at the time had a mutual friend from someone whose father was one of the pastors there, and they heard about my father passing away, and they uh, invited me, you know, to come there. And I, like I, Cross Point or New Hope? Was it was was it the mega church out there in Baton Rouge? Uh, no, dude, it was oh, a okay. small. I'm t- I'm talking like small denominational church. Okay, like maybe gotcha. maybe like little over 100 200 people going there every sunday um yeah i did that thing for like i think i made it like three months consecutively sunday and i was just trying to fit in there man and just i don't know i'm so introverted i never fit in anywhere you know um felt like the people i was making friends with there weren't really my friends um so one day I'm chilling and one of my old buddies from middle school gives me a call and is like, yo, dude, I got some weed if you want to come smoke some weed. And, I mean, I'm just looking for a place to fit in, you know. I'm not fitting in anywhere in high school. So I'm like, okay, yeah, dude, I'll go smoke some weed with you. 
And I kind of just took off from there, dude. I mean, that's, you know, we all started somewhere. Um, started smoking weed. Started smoking a lot of weed, like bringing weed to school, smoking after school. Um, at this point, like my friends are starting to like move away from me, right? Because they see like I'm becoming this major pothead. So, you know, I kind of just got a whole new group of friends out of it. And I thought I was the cool kid for a while trying to fit in and whatnot. And, um, I mean, this is something you've, you've heard in your past broadcast. I've heard it in like y'all's past broadcast where I can always relate to this, man. I end up, you know, my parents never called me, but I got called at school. Right. Um, it was this year. I don't know how exactly they do it, but apparently like all the, all the Christian private schools, the superintendents and like school staff meet together and discuss like what's going on across all the schools, you know, and apparently like drugs came up as an issue. Right. And, um, <laughs> Uh, I always picture in my mind they're all wearing some like dark hoods, like standing in a circle, just, you know. <laughs> what shall Chanting. we discuss this? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, man. And uh, yeah, so they start drug testing at school, dude. Now, dude, I'm like the first one on the list to get drug tested. I just get, ah, popped. I just get so popped off top, dude. And um, they were like, "Ain't nobody beat Mario at three. That motherfucker's <laughs> on drugs." <laughs> exactly dude and um so i'm sitting in these bleachers with like 30 other kids right and i'm just thinking about how utterly fucking screwed i am and um so actually a a kid in front of me who i smoked pot with a couple times he uh he he busted a bag of fucking piss in his pocket like he had it in a ziploc bag and it's like all over the bleachers and you can just smell piss and the principal walks up. And he's like, "Oh, so so, uh, what do we have here?" And it's like, uh, "Shirley, come with me." And just picks him up, you know, grabs him, and fucking, he goes to the office or whatever. And so, I mean, of course, you know, he got suspended. But um, wait, 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 wait. You said his name was Shirley. That was his last name. Oh, okay, that's yeah. awesome. That's <laughs> right. awesome. Everyone just called him Shirley. Anyway, um, <laughs> so I'm like hanging in the back, like just awaiting my time to, uh, you know, be screwed. And the uh, disciplinarian walks up to me, and he's like, all right, short, it's your time to go. And I look at him, I go, um, no, it's not, dude. I'm not, I'm not taking it. He goes, uh, excuse me? I go, man, I don't really feel like peeing in a cup today, man. Like, I, I want to go home. And um, so I deny to take the drug test in front of everyone on the bleachers, right? Like, That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, these people are looking at me like, is this dude crazy? And it's like, no, I know I'm going to fucking fail. I'm not about to go piss in this cup for him. So, of course, we go back to the office. Um, They call my parents. My mom's on the phone with me. She's like, are are you going to pass? I'm like, no, I'm I'm not going to pass. She goes, well, I mean, like, (laughs) you kind of did this to yourself. You might as well just go take it and you never know. You may pass. Well, of course, that didn't work. Yeah, Mama, um, you don't understand how drugs and drug deny, testing works. Deny, deny, deny that shit till you die, son. Yeah, and it was. Um, I mean, I, she was fought, she was fighting for me too. She was like, I mean, what right do you have to drug test my child or you know, something he does extracurricular after school is none of your business and yada yada. And it's like, well, ma'am, you know, technically this is a private school. We can make our own rules here. You know, uh, right? yeah, that's yeah, basically that's where true. it came from. Yeah, yeah. 
That's how they got away with all the sex abuse. Yeah. So it started no, with. But don't. I mean, nah, I don't know, man. I mean, nah. but you know. Let's just rewind that. Pretend it never happened. happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they got away with all the. And new abuse. textbooks. New textbooks. And abuse. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. I don't know where you're going with that. I'm just real good at derailing entire conversations. With yeah, I know. Well, you did that, and I totally forgot. It's because where I was I've been at. watching True Detective, no, dude. Got I've got, I've got private ah. school. Anyway, it's enough. That's enough from you, Jim. I know. I'm done. I'm going. Zip. Okay. So get this. See, I got three days suspension. Okay, which means, I mean, during suspension, and you get S on all your, all your tests and grades and paperwork that is due during those three days so i mean that kind of sucked because i was always really pretty decently good in school i, gra- I graduated with 3.0 anyway so I three days sus- yeah <laughs> <laughs> three day suspension and get this shit dude 40 fucking hours of community service what? I'm, I'm 17 years old i just got a car you know, like, and you making me go do community service now? Like, ugh. A lot of community service. Yeah, That's I know. A lot, dude. Yeah, for a 17-year-old that goes to school full-time, you That's know? A That's yeah, a lot. Yeah, dude. It's like, it was like it, when you, six. When you get the sentence of community service handed down, you're like, okay, that's manageable. And then when you start doing it, you realize how freaking much <laughs> yeah. 40 hours of community you service. You can only do dude. it like two or three hours at a time. Right. Yeah, exactly. Then, uh, exactly, dude. So it was uh, like, well, I was doing like four hour shifts. Um, and it was like on the weekends, dude. And I had to wake up early. I was like, shit, dude, this right. sucks. Um, anyway, my community service was like, there across the street from the church um was was a lady that would like babysit kids and and, and things like that so i mean i had to go over there and wait so and, you got copper smoking weed so they made you go babysit kids exactly dude that's what hilarious. the fuck is that that's yeah, hilarious dude. i mean it, it was it Welcome was supervised to louisiana <laughs> it, it was supervised most of the time there were a couple times where the lady left but um I mean, that's another thing, like, that kind of shook and my faith there. during which time, I got them kids blazed. Hey, yo! You guys like cookies? <laughs> you guys <want> some cookies? <laughs> yeah, so, um, that, that, that's another point in my story that kind of shook my faith, I guess. Because, like, we were watching these these kids, right? So, so like, lower-income people could go to work, you know, and not have to worry about it. And she was, kinda, she was basically watching them for free, like, service that's work. Dope. Um, oh, wow. That's really yeah, cool. it sounds awesome, but like we had to go drop the kids off one day, and we're dropping the kids off, and like one of the fathers rolls up, and just like these this this Chrysler with like twenties on it, like bumping this like gangster gangster hard rap dude, and he opens his door, and I mean she probably didn't notice it because she's you know a good Christian woman, but I noticed it. It just reeked of fucking weed, dude, and it's like man, these people are really not trying to help themselves and we're helping them i don't really see how this is helping anyone in the long run you know but uh saw it happen so my buddy zach got popped for a piss test too and we we weren't even really friends but we we're in the same grade and um i caught wind of the stuff called spice at the time right oh that's and, right yeah yeah 
So after that is synthetic marijuana, legal K two. If you we, people have heard of such a the yeah yeah okay. Fake, this is that's like weed. when that was came out big around here too. Yeah okay so this is like in the like the premature stage like 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 I'm talking you go to the raw shop and they have like two packs on the shelf you know like the shit wasn't big at all. But I had heard about it from some other guys on the football team who you know tried it out and so uh, after community service I like. Uh, I walked up to Zach. I was like, "Yo, dude, you want to get some spice?" And he's like, "Man, what is that?" So I explained it to him. You know, it was supposed to be you high like weed, and it doesn't show up on your drug test. And he was like, "He was like, man, shut the fuck up. Like that shit. Like you, you lying right now." I was like, "No, dude, for real. Like they sell it in a shop. You know, so you know you're not gonna fail a drug test for it. You know, because they selling it over, over the shelf." So he's like, "All right, dude, let's go try this out." And we drive to the raw shop get a pack of it and we get fucking blitz dude this is um this is like the beginning stage of legal weed where it wasn't it wasn't like too strong and making you psychotic and it wasn't like too weak to where like it ain't shit like this is the perfect amount of what we needed yeah that was some potent potent stuff yeah dude and it was it was it was good at the time right so um we start smoking that shit like every day and also <laughs> <laughs> like I love how it goes zero to a hundred, like always. Yeah, yeah. Then I, then I was smoking that shit every day. Yeah, and I'm also going to. That's another thing that they made me do, man. It was three day suspension, forty hours community service, and I have to go to drug counseling once a week, right? Except oh, they didn't geez. want to. Since it's a Christian school, they don't want to acknowledge that someone might have a drug problem, right? So they call it leadership counseling. So they make me go to leadership counseling. <laughs> so every Wednesday, every Wednesday after school, I have to go and sit in this guy's office for two hours, and he would just try to talk to me about stuff. And um, it was it was weird. It was weird. But um, anyway, we started smoking, you know, spice every single day. And like I was saying, I've heard this on your podcast a couple times, man. Since I got caught, now I'm starting to explore other drugs. You know, I was yeah, I was perfectly that's the irony. Yeah, dude, I was perfectly cool with just smoking weed, man. Just let me smoke a little weed. I'll go to school. My grades are great, dude. You know, I have a three You know, what's yeah, the that's issue? Yeah, fucked up. What? Yeah. Why are you fucking with people just smoking weed? I just don't understand it. Yeah, dude. So I mean, I'm starting to hit like Adderalls and Lord tabs and shit. I know that I can get out of my system by the weekends over, and mm. you know. I'm starting, I'm starting to explore, and I never really even wanted to do that until I got, you know, I, I, I was told I couldn't smoke a weed anymore. Well, so my weed dealer ends up getting uh, arrested at the time um, during this period, like maybe like two months after we discovered legal weed. And he goes to jail for a month and comes back out, so he starts smoking legal weed with us, right? Um. I'm still young, don't really have a credit card or anything, don't even necessarily have a job at the time. But my homeboy weed dealer, you know, he's kind of a grown man. Like, he's in his 30s, and he's, like, researching this shit hard, you know? Like, how can I get, like, a bunch of this legal stuff, okay? And he ends up discovering the chemical used to make it, the one that actually gets you high in legal weed. And he's ordering, like, grams of this shit over the Internet, Okay. And to give you an idea, it looks like powder cocaine, right? Um, it comes in a little capsule, you know, a nice little, a nice little key bump capsule. And one of those things can make you about two to three ounces of weed or legal, you know. Holy shit. 
Yeah. Yeah. And and it was sixty dollars <clears throat> a gram. It's sixty dollars a gram, dude. Okay. It, Spice was selling an eighth in a packet for sixty dollars, and now I can get two. I can get two to three ounces for sixty dollars. Okay. And so that's a big difference. And that's there's a, bit, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Very economical of, of you. Yeah, dude. Yes. Yeah, exactly. That's a <laughs> lot. Of, that's a lot of money now, dude. That's that's what I'm thinking too. It's like I got dollar signs in front of me, and I got all the legal I can smoke, and not have to worry about paying for shit ever again. So I stay on this kick for like eight months, dude. Like me, me and my boy Zach, are, we're like making this shit and selling it hardcore around school. And then it goes even a step further, and we got kids from the other private schools coming to us saying, hey, I got drug tests at my school. Can you sell this to me? And That's such an unintended consequence. Like, it's so, yeah. this is why the war on drugs is f- f- so stupid. Yeah. So stupid. <laughs> like, so were you physically addicted at this point? Uh, Was the first generation even physically addicting? It, a little bit, man, but honestly, not, not like it is now. Not really. It, you know, honestly, it would depend how hard the batch I make, right? Because mm-hmm. I've made I've made one ounce with one with one whole capsule before, and that shit fucks you up, dude. Like, <laughs> like I'm like I'm talking. You'll be in a corner trying to breathe. Like you have to tell yourself to breathe. Like you. Cause, oh shit. Yeah, because yeah, like, it's not. Yeah, it's an extremely potent. Like yeah, it is it, not. It, like never, the whole. I never like, smoked that shit. Calling it legal weed is like the biggest joke in the world. <laughs> it's it is like some serious serious. Yeah. Well, that, that's the thing. It's like taking in the right amounts, you get the effects you need. Like, like, like you know, back in the ancient days, like they would use alcohol before surgery. You know, so given the right amount of alcohol, you can like not feel much pain. Unconscious. Yeah, yeah. Well, just with the with the right amount, like they can do like surgery and they won't feel pain and stuff. But an excessive amount, you know, you got spinning, vomiting, you know, fucking alcohol poisoning, you know. So. It was kind of the same thing with legal, dude. It's like, you know, with a certain right amount, you can get a buzz like weed, right? But a lot more, you're trying to breathe, struggling, yeah. <laughs> struggling for your life, right? I mean, there was a couple, dude, there was a couple times where, um, I mean, we weren't even fucking like, we weren't even making the the legal sometimes off the marshmallow leaf. We were like, literally like, throwing some tobacco in a bong and sprinkling the powder on top and hitting it from there. And there were plenty of times where I was like, man, I took too much. And like for the next three hours, I'm just like, you can't find me. Like, like I, I'm crying for it to stop. Oh yeah. 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 That was, that was the drug that in like, I am an experience, you know, y'all know yeah. <laughs> I'm an experienced drug user. And me and my friend took, this is the first time, this is the first and only time I ever did it. And it was when it first came out and we just took a hit. I took two hits, I think, out of a bowl, and then we went to drive home, and 30 minutes into it, I just turned, I, like, after, like, I don't know where I'm at in my head, and where <laughs> I'm at in physical land, and I turned to my friend, I turned to my friend, and I just go, hey, man, is it just me, or are you more fucked up than you have ever been in your entire <laughs> life? And he was like, yeah, yeah, we really need to get home. <laughs> yeah. It was too much, dude. I was like, "What is that?" Yeah, yeah, dude. And it's like we were, um, 
I mean, we were introducing our other friends to it and whatnot, dude. You know, they come over and we smoking with them. We had a couple friends like freak out, like run out the house screaming. Uh, so I'm sitting there smoking one day out the bong and my buddy comes over and he hadn't smoked the shit yet. He smokes weed, right? You know, he goes to public school. He don't have a problem. And, um, yeah. So I load up, I pack him up a, a piece of the bong and I, I sprinkle some powder on there. And he's like, man, I ain't no fucking pussy. Give me some more. I'm like, all right, dude. And I give it to him. And like he hits that shit. And like five minutes later, he he's he's so zoned out, dude. Like he's staring at a wall, right? And he's been staring at a wall for like five minutes. And I turn to him, I like shake him a little bit, and I start smiling and laughing a little bit, you know, to see how he's feeling. And he turns and looks at me, and just screams, "Bloody murder, dude!" Like like I've never uh, seen someone so terrified in my entire life. And he just fucking throws all his shit down and runs out the house left his phone his keys his wallet dude i didn't see him i didn't see him again for like another four hours he was just like running around the neighborhood <laughs> oh my god i mean it's funny but awful yeah so how long how long did that last before like how did that end um well i guess i got one more funny story out of it um so i meet up with this kid one day to sell him a qp you know a quarter pound of this shit like a good four ounces, and we meet up in his in his truck at my school, no less. After school, he comes and picks me up, and we start smoking some of it, get the money from him. I happen to have a cracker and a couple uh, nitrous caps, you know. So I start hitting whippets. And we're driving on the road, and he's like, "Yo, man, load me up." <laughs> I'm like, "Dude, you're kind of driving." He's like, "Man, I got this." I'm like. Ah. All right, dude. So I load us each a whipping, right? And and we had just got done smoking legal, dude. We're we're whopped. And he hits that shit. Whippets are nitrous oxide for those yeah. that don't know. Yeah. Um he hits that shit and I hit that shit. And I start, you know, giggling and laughing and I'm having a good time. And the one thing where you know a dude's like probably too fucked up to be taking whippets is when you look after he takes a whipping and you look at him. And he's not laughing, and he's not, and he's, and he's not enjoying it, and he's not enjoying it. There's a problem right there. Yeah, yeah one to one toke over the line, man. Yeah, dude. There's a major problem right there. Okay, so the bigger issue of this major problem that I'm discovering is this motherfucker's operating a vehicle at the time, right? And like, I'm shaking him. I'm like, hey, man, hey, man, you need you need to focus. You need to focus right now. And he starts like rolling his eyes around and he just like slowly starts turning to the left. And this is a big dude, right? And he's like, for some reason, he's gripping the steering wheel like super hard. And I can tell he's clenching his teeth because I guess like the legal's hitting him too hard. And he just starts sliding over to the left and he yanks the wheel, dude. And we come into oncoming traffic, right? And like cars are flying by us. And so I fucking like, and I I can barely move, dude. Like I'm thrown on the other side of the the truck. So I just fucking, (laughs) the only thing I can think to do is I just slap the shit out this dude. (laughs) Like I just pop him in the face. Like I've never popped anyone else in the face before. And like he spins back around and we do a whole 360 into this parking lot, uh, into these apartments off Stumberg right there. And we just like sit there for a second. And I'm like, fuck, dude. And he's like, he's like, man, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. Are you okay? I'm like, dude, yeah, I'm okay. Are you okay? 
Like you just almost, yeah, you just almost killed us, man. You you told me you could handle this shit, and he's like, he's dude, like, I can't. Well, he's like, I can't handle this. We're alive, aren't we? Yeah, we're alive, aren't we? I'm like, oh my god, dude. So I got the money right. There's like a couple like nitrous cans around, like the little cartridges. So I just throw them in my pocket. I'm like, dude, I'll see you later. Like I know the cops are coming, right? People have pulled over. You know, we didn't cause a wreck, but like people are pulled over sideways in the road and shit. So I start, I start walking down the road and, um, none of us got in trouble. The cops showed up and this is how I knew that like I could keep getting away with selling this shit for a good another like six months or so. The cops showed up, they searched his vehicle, found the whole QP I had just sold him and they gave it right back to him and let him go. Yeah. They could, not, they, illegal. Yeah. they could not they could not do anything, dude. They gave him a ticket for reckless driving and that was it. Right? So I mean, dude, I just I, I sold that shit up until uh up until the end of my senior year. But um I mean I got drug tested at the beginning of my junior year. And um I mean I, I sold that shit all through my junior year. And man, I, I got I got tired of this shit too, right? You know, it, it's not the same as weed. I always wanted to smoke weed. So, uh, come around Christmas time, I know we're going on a two-week, you know, Christmas break, right, from school. Y- y'all did that at y'all school? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, I-, I think everywhere does it. But, um, so we're coming up on a Christmas break, so I started smoking weed again. Um, school's still going on. And, okay, so Christmas break... <laughs> Buddy Adam gives me a call. I started smoking weed because I know Christmas break's coming up. They're not going to drug test me at school. And um, Buddy Adam calls me up. He's like, hey, man, I got I got some weed. You got some weed. Let's get together and roll up on before school, right? Come to find out, it's going to snow tomorrow. Okay? This is when it snowed in Baton Rouge. I don't know if you're in Baton Rouge for that. Yep, I remember. Yeah. So um, snow's kind of different in the south, man, because, you know, um, snow's an urban legend down here. I've never seen snow before. Shit is uh completely whack. <laughs> so, Fuck snow. Yeah, we uh we meet up, roll a blunt, and Adam's like, "Yo, dude, on the radio they said they cancel school today." I'm like, "Okay, well, I guess I'll take you home and I'll go home." So during this period, I was skipping a lot of school to go sell this legal, right? Um. And at one point, the principal actually called my parents, you know, left a voicemail. My mom called them back and they said they were going to, you know, I, I, might, I may be expelled if I keep, you know, skipping class and stuff because uh, I go to a private school. And then apparently they give a shit if you show up for class. So I'm like, OK, whatever. Flash forward to that day. They say school's canceled, but people were in school. Right. Basically, it was like if you got to school, stay in school. If you didn't get to school, then, you know, you can stay at home. Well, my parents think I'm at school, okay? But I'm not at school. I'm at a parking lot across from my school smoking weed, right? Adam tells me school's canceled. I drive Adam back home. I go back home since school's canceled. My parents thought I was at school and that I left school. So the principal had called, you know, previously saying that if I didn't go to school, I was going to get expelled. So my mom was like, what the fuck are you doing here? You're supposed to be at school. You left here two hours ago. And I can't just say, oh, well, mom, I was across the street, you know, smoking weed. So they never knew I was at school because I'm not supposed to be smoking weed because I got drug tested at school. So I have to go back to school. 
and I'm blitzed out of my motherfucking mind, dude. And I'm driving in the snow, right? I get to school. I walk in there. And it was one of those moments where you don't think anyone knows. You know, I was always trying to play it off like no one knows. And I walk in the, and I walk in the classroom, and there's only 30 people at school that day. <laughs> and I walk in, and, like, everything stops. Like, yeah. people just stop talking, and they all just turn and look at me. And then they just came, uh, keep going on about their business. And it's like, man, they, they probably smell like – I smell like pot. So I sit in this desk, and they're playing a movie. And I'm I'm just wigged out, dude. Like, they're playing Herbie Fully Loaded. You know, that, yeah. <laughs> that movie with Lindsay Lohan, dude. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that I'm, movie's fucking horrible. Yeah, man. exactly. It's even worse whenever you're stoned out of your mind. They they got, like, a talking car on there and shit. And I'm like, man, I'm freaking out right now. I got to get. Fun fact, they had to reduce her breast size uh, in post-production with CGI because it was too risque. Yeah, Shut exactly. Uh, uh, it's not a, that's not a lie. <laughs> anyway, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> I, I, I could believe it right now. <laughs> With that mustache, anyway, it's believable. Um, so I'm tripping out, dude. And my buddy Chad sitting next to me. Um, and I look at Chad and I'm like, dude, I gotta get the fuck out of here. I'm about to lose it, you know. And Chad's like, okay, man, I'll you know, I'll walk around wherever, you know. It's kind of a free day at school. We can do whatever the fuck we want. So I go in the parking lot. Um, my phone's dead at this point because I left my phone charger at my house when I went back to uh, go to sleep, and my mom woke me up and told me to go back to school. So I don't, my my phone's dead. Okay, so I'm chilling in my in my car, and it's like it's still snowing. It's starting to snow pretty hard, and I'm chilling in there with Chad, and we're just listening to music and stuff. And I decided to smoke a little more weed, which I don't I don't even know why, dude. I was already whacked out of my mind. And he looks at me and he's like, dude, I, yeah, I'm starting to get cold, man. You know, you got this heater going, but I'm still like getting cold. He's like, I, I, I'm going back in. I'm like, all right, man. So he closes the door. I turn my key to where there's just a battery on because I, I, my car is running in the exhaust and you can see I'm sitting in the parking lot. I don't want anyone to sit in the parking lot. And I pass out. Okay. Um. <laughs> I wake up. I don't know what time it is. Phone's dead. Um, I can't see anything because there's snow all over snow all over the car. I go to open my door and it won't open. Like my my shit's frozen frozen shut. Okay, <laughs> I don't know what to do. I'm like honking the horn and shit and freaking out. Um, I can't get the door open. I have weed on me on school property, even though I've been drug tested and I'm not supposed to be doing none of that shit. So I, I, like, I'm starting to feel like, man, I don't know what to do. I don't want to draw attention to myself and get caught with drugs, but I got to get the fuck out of this car. Right. Mm-hmm. So I start kicking my door and I'm like trying to break the ice off and whatnot. I move over to the passenger seat. I start kicking the door as I'm kicking the door. I fall out of my car. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, what the fuck? So apparently whenever Chad got out to go in back into school, he never closed my door all the way. So like, I just fucking busted out through there. 
Yeah, basically, uh, basically, I'm just telling the story of how like I got stuck in my car one day. You know, I got, I got frozen in there, and I was too fucking, I was too loaded in bliss to realize that hey, my passenger door has been unlocked this whole time. So how did you? So how did you end up? How'd you meet this ass clown? Yeah, how did you? Let's spend because we spent a lot of we. As we, high school, yeah. we spent a lot of time getting high, so let's get sober. So how did you <laughs> So Um So of course everything progressed to where I started shooting heroin and uh naturally. Roxy. Yeah, naturally. <laughs> <laughs> Very naturally. Okay, yeah. Well, cause... You, can, you, can, you can tell from like my high school you career that like that was never gonna after happen. After school special, bro. It's it true, like, dude. I started smoking weed, and a year later, I was shooting dope. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you could tell from my high school career that you know uh, it wasn't gonna work out. You know, yeah, great. That's true. You know, um, <laughs> even though I didn't think I was a drug addict. Um. Yeah, I mean, briefly, like, I failed out of college twice, experimented with LSD, you know, all types of shit. Started shooting heroin. Um, Got arrested. Decided, uh, you know, plead the, please send me, you know, somewhere to detox and make it look better, you know. So they ended up sending me to rehab instead. Do 30 days there. End up, uh, you know, getting kind of sober, dude. Like, I worked some steps, you know, went to AA meetings. He, he is, yeah, yeah, he's actually like, yeah, I don't know where exactly if I would have gotten sober if it wasn't for Adam, because he, he introduced me to to everyone. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, so I was, I was still in rehab and (laughs) Adam was going to AA meetings and we went to an outside meeting and I had heard he was from Baton Rouge. So I thought we might've known people. So I just started talking to him and I got his number. <clears throat> and um we like got coffee together one time and then he introduced me to like Kipper and, and the whole he got me into the Oxford house and got me into that crew. So like that's Shout outs gang gang. Yeah, yeah. So he's literally like the one that brought me into Lafayette AA, which is incredibly funny. Yeah, I mean I was I guess I was I thought you were and a then, cool dude, man. <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> He was wrong. Yeah. Well, immediately the the thing it was fun is like i and then i got out of rehab and i'm like yeah i'm sober now i can hang out with adam and then i was like wait where'd adam go and they're like oh he relapsed and i'm just like yeah it definitely happened um i mean i can't give you any rhyme or reason as to why i did that it? either I just it wasn't fucking... on mushrooms was it no nah, i wasn't on mushrooms That's which i mean i, I just listened to yeah dude i listened to toby from the last episode and that that blew my mind like completely changed the way i view things but um anyway because you ate those mushrooms yeah probably because i ate those mushrooms tends to be mind-blowing no dude but it's just like i don't know like when i told my church and other drugs branded mushrooms on our website (laughs) churchandotherdrugs.com so when i told my story last year um i mean i stood up there and i was like you know if you're taking lsd and mushrooms you know it's not you know, wh- wh- why ain't your life changing and blah, blah, blah. I was basically, like, denouncing the whole, like, LSD and mushrooms for sober people and stuff. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's like, man, uh, after hearing Toby's story, I just came to a realization that, like, recovery is different for everyone, man. I'm so sick of, I'm so my, sick of. My thing is, is, like, I'm not God, you know? Yeah. 
like I'm not God, you're not God, nobody's God. So like who are we gonna say like you're not so you're not having a spiritual awakening? Like who the fuck am I to say that? Yeah, exactly, dude. Yeah. And also like the book like it was important for me to follow these twelve steps and have a sponsor and get guidelines in the beginning, you know, and then once I get sober, man, it's like I gotta live my own recovery, you know. I'm so tired of putting Bill Wilson on this fucking pedestal, you know, that AA likes to do, man. It's you know I agree with that. I still yeah, it, need guidelines and the sponsorship, but I agree. Yeah, with I Bill do Wilson. too. But the Bill Wilson worship is like a little bit much for me. But. Yeah, That's exactly. Well, it's, it's the natural human thing. So, wh- where would you say you're at with God these days? Did you ever? Is this podcast saving your soul? Is what I want to know. Did we bring you back? What? What? So Should we said, have an altar call right now? <laughs> so the you pot- said. Oh, you know, you know who did you did do a little um, quick side note, but you know who did do a little uh, rededication on Sunday at church? Is that Dirty Mike? Oh, really? Dear Tay, yeah, that's yeah. fire. What, what? What? Were there yeah. any pictures? No, no. Gosh darn it! No. What? Shout uh, out, yeah. Dear Tay. Shout out, Dirty. Shout out. Uh, so yeah, so what? Where are you at now? Are you still at that point of disbelief and lost faith, or where? Um, I mean, through AA, I got a connection with like my own personal God, my higher power. Um, I believe I have a great relationship with Him. <laughs> when you pray, right? is He like it's a me, a Mario? <laughs> <laughs> it's your own personal uh, genie. No, it's not, but it's good, man. Um. I have my own faith is I don't necessarily pray all the time, but I always come back to the fact that, you know, life is out of my control and it's in something else's hands, you know, bigger than mine. Um, I always come to that conclusion no matter what. Um, the podcast actually helps, you know, a good bit too. Just looking at the Christian faith, man. Um, I don't claim to be a Christian, but if there was like anything I would necessarily have to attach to, it'd probably be Christianity, you know, it's all um, a choice. Yeah, and I just, that I don't know. Be, that, should be, that should be Christianity's tagline. Christianity, if you have to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, exactly, dude. No, it's, just, it's nice It's nice hearing, like, the real side of Christianity and yeah, not just, like, yeah, just not this made-up bullshit that, you know, everything's perfect and, you know, if, the... if, something's, if, this, if something's wrong, then that doesn't mean, if something wrong happens and you're not a Christian because you're supposed to be a good person and blah, 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 you know. Yeah, and especially the the Southern Louisiana private school teaching of religion, I've just seen screw up so many people. Yeah, exactly, man. Yeah, dude, I don't know. I've seen it more here than I've seen it anywhere else I've lived, dude. Really interesting. Yes, dude. Like, so many people, like, hate the, quote, Christian God specifically because of their private school experiences. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I, I met a buddy from your church a while back when, when we first started living together over on uh, Wisteria. Mm-hmm. And he came over, and one thing that always stuck with me that he said was, um, we were talking about Christianity, and he said, honestly, man, like, I hate, I hate, I hate it when people say, you know, they're so glad they're they're saved and, you know, life is just so wonderful. And he was like, man, honestly, like being a Christian is the hardest fucking thing I've ever had to do in my life. Sure. And that just, yeah, that just hit home to me where I was like, man, you know, it's just, I think that was like the first time I got to see the real side of like a person that regularly goes to church and is just being open and honest about, you know, shit ain't perfect, dude. You yeah. know, 
Not Shit at all. Yeah. Not at all. True that, Bo. Yeah. So what's but your life like today? It's pretty much perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much perfect. Uh, well, you know. It's sober and everything's great. Dude, shit ain't perfect, man. I work out in the hot sun all day. I, I fucked up college. like. But, you know, I'm grateful to be sober, man. I got money in my pocket. I got a place to live. Um, yeah, what do you want to do with your life? I don't know. I'd love, I wish I could get, get something going on in the video game industry, but it's, I don't know. The job applications I've looked up, everything is like sociable, you know, like either yeah. you get the social media interviewing people, yada, yada, yada. It's like, and I, I'm really uninterested in like being a programmer for it. I just, I just really like, you know, playing and shit. Yeah. Um, that's basically where like most of my time goes to. Like the past two days has been, dedicated to League of Legends and listening to K-pop. So what do you think? <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Are you, why are you listening to K-pop, dude? Did you, see, did you see the funniest and most awkward video you'll ever see is these uh, K-pop people from South Korea went to North Korea as part of like a, a peace thing. And uh-huh. like I don't know if the crowd was ordered not to smile, but it's like thirty thousand people stone faced while these K pop girls are just like da, 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 da. it's it's so creepy. Link Man, link in the show notes. Man. All right, yeah, I'll link it up. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, so I mean don't. so so what you're saying is you're uh addicted to video games, true life, I'm I'm addicted to video games, which is Absolutely. now in the DSM. Uh-huh. Uh, this is an intervention. You need to stop. Uh, it's never going to happen, dude. <laughs> I know. It's not. You know, we, <laughs> we were we were talking about uh girls and relationships the other day, and and Adam's just like, "See, this is why I just play video games, man." And I was like, <laughs> "I can't argue Fair. with you in this Fair. moment." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I was uh, I was talking to Chance's girlfriend a while back, and um. They were having the whole sweet, oh, I give this up for you, baby, and I give this up for you. It's like, you know, like, well, would you give up pizza for me? And he's like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and she looks at me and she goes, and I'm, I'm playing a video game at the time. I'm playing God, <laughs> I'm playing God of War, and Emily's like, oh, you ever had someone you love, Adam? Would you ever give up video games for him? I was like, fuck no, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely. Fucking house. <laughs> I was like, absolutely not. Yeah, how That's dare all. you ask me that? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it went one step further when she was like, oh, you're so selfish. I was like, dude, this is like my favorite thing to do. I was like, how would you feel if someone was like, hey, would you give up shopping for him? <laughs> and yeah. she was, yeah, True. and she was like, she was like, why you got to assume I like shopping? And I look at her, and I go, Emily, what do you like to do? She goes, Shopping. Well, thanks for coming on, man. It's been a long time coming. Reesh, it's good to see you. Yeah, it's good to see you too, man. It's, uh, you are doing an awesome job. Yeah, I need to come down. We need to do a live podcast. That's what we need. Yeah, we do. I know. Yeah, that would be awesome. But, um, Never curse your name
work story so i i can share one of mine this weekend more it was one it was more of a like billy madison situation where adults involved in sporting events with children always ends with the adult getting a little too aggressive and someone crying you know what i mean oh yeah so we uh the the kids get to go on an outing every Saturday, and this this week was paintball, okay. And this this was originally my idea. Like I brought paintball to to the facility as an idea of like an outing because it's good because they need you know get that aggression out, dude. Uh, and it you know it's good for me too, also for the same reasons, right? So, um, the, <laughs> so we're playing paintball. What's good paintball. for the goose? Huh? What's good for the goose? It's good for the gander. <laughs> that's, that's, thank you for that. Sorry. Thank you. For yeah, that. you're welcome. There's Everyone, nothing like welcome. delivering terms of endearment in the the creepiest John Wayne Gacy manner ever. Hey, what's good for the goose? What's <laughs> <laughs> good for the gander? <laughs> anyway, so so <laughs> so there's like. Most of the kids we have right now, they're they're fine. They can hang. They can handle it. They're good. There's two that are newer, and I'll call them extremely fragile, okay? Now, paintball is not a game for the fragile, right? Right. So, but what's a common, what is a common characteristic of people that like to dish things out? They don't like to get things dished up to oh, them. Oh, uh, you see. You see. Yes. Okay. So, you know, it's common for the kids, you know, they'll gang up on us, the counselors or the techs, and, you know, when we're walking out of bounds, we get shot a lot, even though we're almost, we're already out. You know, I expect that. I get it. You know, you, 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 you're mad. I'm, I'm making you stay a little <laughs> longer. Go ahead. Take a couple shots. That's fine. But. Right. You know, a new game is going to start, and I'm better than you, like, at everything, and especially this, okay? Like, you know. Yeah, you've been, you've been working out. I've been working out. I've been going, hitting yeah. the treadmill. I've got good, I've got a good stamina. Uh, they gave us up, they gave all the um, adults upgraded guns, like automatic guns. <laughs> so, so fucked so, up. Oh, dude, Not only that, so it's so like, awesome. Next, the, the next batch, you'll be trained up. No, this so, you is, know, it's like you, you've is, been training. Oh, yeah. No, this is the fourth time I've been. So. Right. So, yeah. 
So yeah. yeah, you've already you know the course. Yes, yes, you know? yes, yes. Anyway, so right, it's, this one this one girl who who dished it to me in a manner I was talking about earlier, you know, shot me when I was going out of bounds like after she shot me and I was out, a couple more shots. I was like, "Okay, so I'm just playing." Da, 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 da. I'm I'm, you know, bullets are flying, you know. Zoom, zoom, zoom. <laughs> and, and I I see I see her. I see her across the field. Uh like unaware uh she's covered only up to her stomach and so like stomach and above is just wide open okay so i I take my time and i (laughs) so like if it bounces it hurts more if it if it doesn't pop you know what i mean Uh you ever played paintball no why does it hurt more is it because like it's you know if it if it hits you it's supposed to give so it like just i guess it disperses the energy but if it just hits you and bounces then it's just like getting oh. hit by a rock you know what i mean it hurts uh, oh i get it so you bounce it off her body yeah I no meant, like, no 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 I I, yeah. I I lined up the shot dude and and <laughs> when i say i saw it happen i just pew and it went across the field and just beamed her in the skull, dude, in the back of the head, dude. And I saw it go pow. And then uh, since it didn't bust, I let a couple more go. So it was just bing, and then whop, whop, whop. And in, her, in, her, in her head? In her head, dude. I didn't mean the what? <laughs> How do you not mean to do that, Jed? You well, took her out of fascination style, bro. <laughs> well, that's the that's... game, bro. Listen, listen, okay. This is not even bad yet, so... So, oh no so um and then i don't know if who had to do with with the other one but this other girl apparently just got like pelted so the game's over and they just come running and like we're all we're all talking and then all of a sudden these two girls just hit the deck and both of them are just writhing on the ground and they just start bawling crying and i i hear the one the one girl that i hit go like i had i have a neurological disorder and you hit me in the spine i was like what no i did not like come on you're fine i hit Look, I hit you right on the temple. I know. I would I, never. I, 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 I did say that. I said I hit you straight on the skull, and I know it. So, like, don't come at me with that crap, Missy. Like, yeah, I saw you black out. Right. <laughs> That's funny, dude. Yeah, I got this one. You're supposed to, uh, if you, the rule is, if you like run up on someone and you're like a foot away from them, you're supposed to yell out like surrender instead of mm-hmm. shooting it's like a mercy rule thing uh and this kid just ran up straight behind me from i mean from like dude maybe 17 inches away and hit me straight in the achilles tendon and like i've never what? been <laughs> weird shots dude. it was dude. oh dude i've still got the bruise right on it yeah. no he if, if you would have aimed for that there's no way in hell he would have hit it like it was complete chance but like when I say like I felt it in my hip, like it just shot this weird nerve pain like all up my leg, and I was like, "Oh Jesus, I'm dying." That's horrible. Yeah, good, it was good it was, team building. It was. It was. I mean, it's a very good team building, and they're all like, you know, they're all happy, and it's, it's like a metaphor for life. You know, sometimes is, people dude. are gonna. Sometimes people are going to bean you in the back of the head with like five paintballs, and then you're going to cry about it. Right, and then and, it's, and then life goes on, and then life goes on, and then you know, go home and eat some eat some burgers and chill out. You know, you're going to be fine. Yeah, 
You're going to be fine. That's that's the, the, the moral of the story. You're going to be all right. Yeah. So Chill. join us next 2020. week. <laughs> yeah. Join us next when the, week. When the stories escalate. And if you guys are good, maybe I'll let you in on uh, what, what's this one. Yes. Lions and tigers make ligers. Yeah. But gigantigers. Maybe I'll let you in on that if you're good. Yeah. Well, he's... We're going to make a loose connection between Neanderthals and Nephilim. Don't miss it. Oh, yeah. Uh, send us an email, churchandotherdrugs at gmail.com. Uh, we're about to go to a bonus episode right now. You can listen to those at patreon.com slash churchandotherdrugs for as little as $1. Um, get into it, man. Get into it, guys. Catch you on the flip flop. Thank <laughs> you.